Welcome one, welcome all to another glorious Wednesday. And you already know what it, what it is. You already know what Wednesday means. It does not only mean that it's home day. It also means your favorite program is dropping a new episode. Let's freaking go. Like I always ask you, it feels redundant at this point because we all already know what better way to take the right step to your weekend than with your compas. That's the only answer. All, everything else is wrong. You're wrong. Period. Don't you worry. By the way, do not forget to check us out. We are on all platforms now on the Twitter. What? Compas OTB, the OTB is capital. On the TikToks, TikToks, and the Instagrams, at Compas on the Beat. What? We're everywhere. Come and check us out. Follow our page. And also, do not forget, on the Compas on the Beat network, the empire we are building, there are multiple little programs for you with all your little tastes. We got regular Compas. What? We got Combat Compas. What? We got What's Up Bolts. What? And we got House of Horns. Woo! Just bringing you content left and right and in the middle. We're everywhere. Don't you worry about it. But let's get into this episode. This week, is we're going to uh, have our week four takeaways. Fernando's Eagles are flying high. The only undefeated team in the NFL. And also, a dead clock is right two times a day. And that ha- that means that... So far, our, is right about his... Cowboys, but is there a little quarterback controversy brewing over there, or controversy, as maybe the English say it? Anyway, we'll get all into it later in the episode in the program. But enough dilly dally, Dan and Dingo. Let's get to it. And now it's time to get to the best damn podcast in all universe. From all the way across the hallway, uh, play the music, Nando! Welcome to Gompas on the Beat. I am Fernando Ramirez. I cover the Los Angeles Chargers for the Sporting Tribune. With me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, Gilbert Manzano, OC Register, LA Daily News. What's up, bro? What's up, Fernando? Good job in the intro. You finally gave yourself a job. You're you're employed, so I, I like to hear that, Fernando. Uh, and also, good energy on the what's up, bro. But I might not. Your boy might not have the energy today. I had a Monday night football. I'm tired. You got to pick me up here. When that glass breaks, I think that's when your energy will pick up in a little bit. Uh, but obviously, <laughs> we'll get to that when that happens. Uh, Who made that a weekly segment, by the way? Having Dan Diego here, I don't, I don't, I don't know what everybody, happened. Everybody, everybody, la- that the people want it. The people want it. They get it, Dan and Dago. So, uh, yeah, no, so we'll do a little bit of that. Obviously, over the weekend, uh, I covered the Chargers, uh, their uh, 34-24 victory over the Houston Texans. Gilbert had Monday night football uh, between the L.A. Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. It was 24-9. to No. Yes, sir. You got 24 it right. 24-9. 24-9. Um, interesting game, uh, to say the least, Gilbert. I was really fascinated, but... Any airplane trouble, anything that you we, you need to complain about this week? Is there anything that we need to call Southwest? What or whoever you took? What everything dude, good? Dude, you kind of reminded me, and kind of like on a down note. You know how I told you last week that uh, my plane yeah. got del- delayed to Phoenix. 
Well, Coolio, RIP to Coolio, was on that plane, on that flight. I forgot to mention oh. that part. Uh, when they got stopped, Coolio was like chilling on the on the on the row next to me, and I kept trying to put it together. Who is that? And I remember like his hair was sticking out, and he had a bunch of like you know nice clothes, and it was Coolio, uh, and he was very nice to people. And then what? Forty eight hours later, he passed away from a heart attack. So that was crazy. Uh, I know that was the last week's story, but I just wanted to bring that up. That Coolio was might be his last flight. He was with me. I don't know. No, don't, don't say it. Don't oh say my it. god! <laughs> no, no, the no. curse. Let's see. Let's leave it at RIP. He went on. A, he went on a different flight to St. Louis. So I'm gonna. We don't know. I'm gonna shut it down there. Dan, we don't, don't know that. That's not. Uh, uh, but so. real quick, I just wanted to say uh, I think it was fine this time. The the flight. Uh, but I am a little tired from that memorable Monday night football game. Not for the Rams, but. I got to see a, a, a streaker, a fan, get lit up by Bobby Wagner on the field. That was amazing. So that is my story of the of week four. So obviously, uh, so obviously that streak that streaker happens. What 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 was your guys's like? What was I don't know? Like what 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 was your guys's? Uh, what what did you guys feel? Or like you guys are sitting there and the kind of the, the play stops. What did you think about it? Well, like for me, you know, the funny thing I, I was thinking, I was like, uh, another streaker. Like we've seen these guys, you know, actually the, the same group has been around for multiple times at multiple games this NFL season. And then and I've seen it before. Like usually, you know, security guards trying to chase uh, the fan and people laugh and eventually a security guard gets them. And and I was thinking like, I should bring out my phone. But I was like, nah, it's just the same old, same old. And like, it's going to be that. Watch it be the time where something memorable happens. Sure enough. Uh I think Tack McKinley was trying to get the, the, the streaker and Bobby Wagner was like, I'm not going to go that easy on this guy, put a shoulder on him, lit him up. And the funny thing, Fernando, the, the streaker who got dropped when he got up, he left like, like tire marks. Like, you know, when you're, when you're fast in the fears and you leave like little tire marks on the street, he left marks on the, on the grass on the field. And it was there the whole game. And the funny part, the field crew came over to look at the patchwork to see, you know, where the dead body was or the little, the, the sketch there. Uh, so that was very interesting for a farmer than I football. And that was kind of the highlight of the game. Yeah, actually, I spoke to the reporter who caught this video, Cameron, uh, from the Sacramento Bee. Uh, good job for him. Look at that. But, like, Bobby Wagner, boom. Like, I like that. The only thing is Bobby, I think, said after the game, like, oh, you never know what these guys are going to, like, what if they have something on them or whatever. But this was more like protesting, right? Like, it wasn't like a gender reveal. Like we know, <laughs> it looked like it right with the pink. Yeah, it looked uh, like a gender reveal. Like it's like, oh, pink. Oh, okay, cool. Like you're having a daughter. Boom. Here you go. Uh, eat that for lunch. Uh, but I, I like, and it's funny. I thought the Manning cast was hilarious. They were like, they were doing it. Like they were like, oh yeah, look, go 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 go. Boom. And then he gets hit. But obviously, the only one that um, I, I just I thought that was incredible. Fernando, I, I, I hated I that like ESPN it... didn't show it. I know, right? So I'm, I was surprised that the Manning cast had it. So that was like a different version, I guess. But I was gonna say, I bet you if you were in that press box, Fernando, you would have caught that on your phone. So you're, you're, oh, I'm getting that's, that. I, like, that's one of your you, skills okay. to be ready for that, and that's not mine. So I missed. So that. a couple of years ago, uh, when the Chargers were in San Diego, still uh, there was it was really hot. It was one of those like 110 degree on the field days, and it was the beginning of the season for the Chargers. They were in their all whites, and King Dunlap, he was their left tackle at the time, six foot ten. He's just standing there or whatever, and a fan jumps on the field, and everybody starts celebrating, 
And uh, Philip Rivers goes, hey, like, like they're still in the huddle. Philip goes, hey, relax, like, quiet down. They weren't yelling because of the Chargers. They were yelling because their fan was on the on the field. He jumps on King Dunlap. King Dunlap reaches back and goes, wham, and just slams him over. And I'm like, oh god. I'm like, and uh, and then I asked him after the game, what'd you think? He's like, he's like, I didn't beat his ass. He's like, he put all of his weight in my back. I'm like, dang. And I was like, okay. I was like, wow. So. Definitely, uh, definitely interesting to say the least. I'm kind of on the fence about about showing it, to be honest. Yeah, because like it, it encourages more fans to like keep exactly. doing like get their little airtime, and then exactly. I'm all for the players. Like if a, if a fan crosses the field, light them up, Ooh. crack them, yeah. whatever. You're you're out there, and like Bobby Wagner said, you never know what could happen. It could be something dangerous. So some idiots uh, on Twitter are like, oh, he's gonna get sued. Bobby Wagner's gonna get sued. How the hell are you gonna sue him? You were the one that broke the rules. It's free game after. It's a Royal Rumble after that. You can get hit in the head with a steel chair. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Fernando, before you move on, I wanted to say that the bingo card for for Fernando Ramirez uh, put one down for Chargers history uh, story. There we go. There you go. Hey, that's fine. That doesn't matter. That's a good one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was just interesting. Uh, Gilbert, mood in the locker room after the game? Uh, a little somber, obviously. I think it's starting to ca- catch up to them. They're like, okay, this is who they are right now. They're very slow, clunky offense with no offensive line, no healthy bodies, and you need Cooper Cup to bail you out. And I'll be quick with this because, you know, I'm going to plug House of Horns here. You want the full show on House of Horns here for the Rams. And obviously for the Chargers side, what's up both Spotify, Apple, and YouTube, Fernando. Uh, it's, it's starting to catch up that they're they're pretty much a one-man show, Cooper Cup. And it worked with the 49ers because they don't have an offense, like a firepower offense. Like It kept them in the game at least, even though it would feel like a blowout. But when you play a team like the Bills, you're, you're, you're off the field by a third quarter. You cannot keep yeah. up offensively. So uh, it's becoming their identity, and they got to figure out how to get out of that. So plenty of football left, though, Fernando. Debo Samuel though, oh, when he made that catch and he just like like a pinball, boom, 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 boom into the end zone. I'm like, that guy is, that, yeah, I know it was terrible tackling, but that guy he really is something else. He he's electric. Um, definitely, uh, definitely fun to watch him though. Um, all right, anything else, Gilbert, from your weekend? No, sir. I know I had the last game of the week, but I'm ready to touch on week four games, which I feel like feels like two weeks ago for me, at least. It, it really does. Uh, all right. And that's now time to segue over to Compas on the NFL beats. Uh, obviously, um, here we're going to give you guys our expertise, to say the least. And we are beasts. I mean, all right. Just, yeah, just stop that's it. all. <laughs> all right. Gilbert, what was your biggest takeaway of uh, the week four? Yeah, I think I had here. Uh, I got it. Which one it was? You know, I should be prepared. But I think for me, it also it feels longer because this was a Thursday night football game of Week Four. It was a Miami Dolphins and then Cincinnati Bengals. And this could be for the burial of the week, but I wanted to give it a segment too. But the way the Miami Dolphins just botched the whole thing with Tua, and you know he gets a a big hit. He gets a hit in the head. The Bills game. They bring him back on the field. And then three days later, they, they still don't even care. They put him back on the field, and he gets another hit against the Bengals, right? I'm forgetting the teams. But to take yeah. that, that many blows to the head in such a short span, like, you start to wonder about his career. And, 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 the, and the sad thing about for two is, like, we kind of know who he is. Like, he has a lot of limitations. But when he's at his best, he knows how to run an offense. Like, he knows how to give the guys the ball. He's accurate. And he just makes it work if you had good coaching. And he found the Mike McDaniel. Like, they were becoming fun. The Dolphins were fun to watch. And – 
yeah, we could talk about the ducks that he throws, you know, when he's trying to get Tyreek Hill down the field, but he makes it work. But now the whole injury part, he's small in stature. He's not going to, I feel like he's not going to last a long time in the NFL. And the Dolphins are not doing him any favors. And to take that many hits to the head, that in such a short span, and to be that small already, and to have the whole hip surgery in college, like it's going to be maybe a, 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 a bad thing for two. But hopefully they figure it out in Miami because I like watching him. Again, we know the limitations of the quarterback, but he's a fun watch. And it just feels like it's going to be a short career uh, the way they're headed. And and just hopefully there wasn't no foul play. Hopefully they, they were just deceived by this guy who took the fall, the the doctor, whatever. Uh, was it Nero? I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Nero. Yeah, uh, they have independent Nero doctors. Yeah, he might be the um, fall guy. But, yeah, that's my takeaway. They really did not treat too, uh, too well. If you don't mind, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of yours. Yeah. What the hell is going on with Miami? This offseason, it's been ridiculous. Like, you have the host of the um, – their head coach um, gets fired, and then he has a lawsuit. Uh, God, what was it? Yeah, his, Brian uh, Flores. Brian Flores. You start off with that. Then here come the secret meetings with, Payton, uh, with Sean Payton, Tom Brady. Then Steven Ross is now suspended, the owner. Then you get Mike McDaniel. Then you spend all this money on this team. Then Mike McDaniel's over here. Uh, he's he's the perfect guy. Why? Because he's loose. He feels like Miami. He has the swag. He has the Jordans. First day of media, he takes a selfie with the media. Uh, so it's just it's interesting the way the roller coaster is with Miami. Um, but I just I couldn't believe the way they handled everything. You first, and this is the craziest part is that even the announcers have a little bit of, I don't want to put blame on the announcers, but even they, oh, it was a back injury against the Buffalo Bills. Dude, that did not look like it. Like, the dude literally did, and I'm not trying to, like, make fun of it or it. He did the thriller. Like, he went, like, he did thriller, and you're like, okay, like, is he okay? And the teammate had to hold him up. And then on top of that, the week later, like, three days later, you're like, oh, he's going to play. He's fine. Man, I've seen Parkinson's, people with Parkinson's, they like he did this like weird hands thing that you're just like dude what is going on like and that's when your brain is trying to reset itself be i think i read because it, it took a hit such a violent hit that it's like oh my god let's let's reset ourselves and let's get going to me it was incredible that mike mcdaniel even had the goal to go not the goal but like he went up there yesterday and said oh two is out for this week well yeah no spit sherlock like you kind of done that not the week before that season, like he shouldn't even – he honestly – and I, I don't think it'll happen, but, um, well, it depends. If the Dolphins start losing, then I think they're going to tr- – they'll. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say they'll rush him back, but no, I just don't. I just don't see, like I, – I don't see how you can come back this season at all from this. That's two hits. That was two dangerous hits. And we don't even know some of the other sacks that he took if he hit his head against something because there was a one against the Bills in the second half where I saw him kind of, you know, those ones where you run into a lineman and you kind of like your body gets twisted backwards. We, I saw one of those two from Tua. So it's just disappointing to see the way Miami kind of handled this just because we have to remember at the end of the day and he's trying like, and that's the thing. That's the reason why I'm nervous for Lamar Jackson. He's out there chasing the bag and he's going to do everything he can possibly physically to try and chase it. And it's like, mm, and there I have questions. But, but at least he's with a better organization that could, will protect them. Really? Know, at least. What's Baltimore? I, I think Baltimore's leaving him out to dry. With on fourth and two, why wouldn't you just kick the field goal and take the tie, and then go? Why would you throw him out there on fourth and two 
and have him nitpick, throw when you know he. Gets. But you know the Baltimore at least is better. You know, well, no, no, no they're well, a better organization. Well, they have a better owner. They have a better head coach, a more right, experienced right. head coach. But I think there's something. I think they're leaving him out to dry a little bit. But moving on, uh, takeaway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one player that jumped up, uh, one player that jumped out to you over the weekend, Hilberto. Ah, okay. Um, nice that we had a similar takeaway. Uh, okay. Uh, I think it's no, a yeah, little that's lazy. What, that's what I, okay. okay. No, no, that that's, I mean, honestly, no, 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 I'm it, saying, it, I'm saying mine's a little oh, lazy. I wasn't, my bad, my bad. okay. <laughs> no, uh, mine's a little lazy because I just watched this player, but man, like I got to give some love to the uh, defender eventually. I feel like I'm always picking like a wide receiver. So Offense. Nick Bosa, younger brother of Joey Bosa. I just saw him live in person. I, I think maybe my, might be my first time. I don't remember actually. Uh, but yes, I already know no, this guy's was, really he good. Was, uh, he was hurt that time that they were supposed to face each other a couple of years ago. It's yeah, when so it uh, might be my Nick first time. Oh no, no, no! Well, actually, I saw him in the NFC title game. I was at that game too. But uh, oh, this this game, he was just all over the backfield. He lived in the backfield of the Rams. Got in the face of Matthew Stafford. Uh, we should maybe do a rankings one day for top edge rushers in the NFL. He might be number one. He's that good. He's fun to watch. Uh, and just to just to be, you know, to watch him in person was was pretty cool. And and covering his brother for so many years at Joy Bosa, I understand, you know, fully why his brother always said, "My younger brother is better than I am." Nick Bosa, two sacks, and I think what thirteen pressures or seventeen? You guys told me before the show Some that 13, is amazing. Something like thirteen pressures. There, there. I think both of them are just physical specimens that you just can't even like him and Joey are just like different, like. Then you hear them talk about each other and how they both hang out and everything. And I'm like, wow, these guys are, are unique. Uh, I'm going to go with a play, a defensive player as well. But I he's an extension of Hilberto. I want to congratulate you. Nazir Adderley got an interception over the weekend. <laughs> wow. You predicted last year that Nazir Adderley would get yeah. 10 interceptions. We don't know if we you're talking about say the year, Fernando. We just say the, the bold prediction. It was 2021. And so, uh, so Gilbert just said he's gonna have ten picks. Well, guess what? On Sunday he got number numero uno, nine more to go, baby. Well, Woo! fourteen, mu- fourteen months later. <laughs> exactly. <First one. laughs> no, but to be fair for Gilbert, last year I should have had about seven. Yeah, but uh, they went. And I would have been looking good. I would. You guys would have passed my bold prediction if you got seven or eight, right? Yeah, no, but, you would have looked great last year, especially because. It was, he should have had about seven. Let me get some context for the people who don't know. Obviously, it's been a running bit on, on Comas on the beat, but it's one of my mistakes. You know, your boy likes to be on TV. A lot of people ask me to go on TV, and I like to give good I takes, man. Asking, and I know, know, Fernando, you don't have to be on TV a lot, but it's okay. Well, we'll make that happen for you one day. I'll be your agent. And I'll get you everything you want to – because you need that shine, you know? And actually, I was on, on the field for the Monday Night Football crew, and I saw Schefter and the whole crew there. And I said, Fernando needs to be in this. You get him uh, on? This, uh, we'll see. Is he going to come uh, on? I don't know, but oh. he, he didn't talk to me. But anyways, uh, what I was going to say, <laughs> I already got sidetracked. Oh, yes, the, the context <laughs> of the Nazir Ali. I got carried away. Now, the question was both predictions. And I went into that segment, you know, I was going to say Mike Williams, 10 touchdowns, 1,000 yards was. receiving. And I, I would have nailed that, but I just got carried away. And I said, Nazir Adderley, the safety for the I was sitting next to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I remember. Because it was always via Zoom. I wanted you to hear something crazy. And it was, yeah. I said, 10, 10 receptions. Because, and the reason why I said 10, which is crazy for any player, is because Xavier uh, Howard from Miami had 10 the year before. Yeah. I'm like, hey, maybe somebody else could do it. 
And anyways, that's my story. I remember I was typing too, and I just stopped and I go, and I like look at him and I go, what? I was like, wow, this is. He uh, got one though. He finally got one. No, he finally got one. So there you go. I'm giving you your props. There's your, uh, there's your one. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, Gilbert, I got to ask you, you're, you're. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Is there a quarterback controversy going on? Is Cooper Rush is 3 and 0. Yeah. He, well, I 4 yeah, and 0 technically. Uh, well, 4 and 0, but he's 3 and 0 basically as a as a starting or this year. Yeah, yeah, this season he has thrown for 734 37 yards, completion percentage of 61%, four touchdowns, zero picks. Wow. Gilbert is Dak Prescott about to be the highest paid assistant co- uh, backup co- uh, quarterback coach in well, the NFL? Dep- it depends, though. Like, say, like, say he's ready this week. I don't think they're bold enough to do that right now. Like, because three and one, it's a lot of football left. But say, you know, Dak is not ready for two more weeks, and it let me put it to a- you like this: If Cooper beats the Rams this weekend, yeah, yeah, is there it's, a quarterback controversy? It's four and one. And he's trying to come back. Yes, definitely. You don't want to mess with the with the with the mojo. That's four straight games. And he and he goes another week without throwing an interception. Like this guy's being efficient. He's not making mistakes. He's helping your running game. He's helping your 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 banged up offensive line by just giving the guys the ball. CD Lamb looks good. Like CD Lamb was a struggle uh, before this year, and then he got Cooper. So it's all clicking for that though. And and by the way, I, my my reverse jinx worked this week. This week, you know. Uh, you were freaking out because I said the Eagles were gonna were gonna do well, and and, and they were kind of you falling tried. to to the Jaguars. But then I I was putting the curse on the Eagles, and it almost worked. But in the meanwhile, the Cowboys were looking nice, you know, dominating another win. So, uh, yeah, my Cowboys are doing pretty well. Now they're coming in to, to face the Rams with Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence against that offensive line. Eesh. I'd let this ride until it's done. Why not? What the hell do you have to lose, Mike McCarthy? You're going to be out after the season anyway, no matter what happens. Unless, <laughs> oh, wow. No, I'm serious. Like, I, I, I think they're going to go after Sean Payton. Good for I think they're going to go after Sean Payton. I should have said Matt Rule. Uh, Sean Payton's going to come come a-knocking. I think he's going to try and get Sean Payton regardless. If I'm Sean Payton, the only reason why I wouldn't want that job is because is because of Dak Prescott. Dak's a great guy. He's a great human being. He's great everything. I just I'm He's not my cup of tea for quarterback. Uh, I think he zeroes in on guys. I don't like his style of play. I don't know. And, and I don't know. I just, I'd rather see, um, I'd rather see something else. And if Cooper rush wins over the week, man, man, now I'm going to be going for the Cowboys this weekend. Cause I want to see if Dak Prescott becomes the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL, $27 million. Yeah. And I, I do, I do want to so, see this drama unfold a little bit too. I'm, I'm oh, I know. Sure. So do I. And I wish they had hard knocks during the season. Uh, I don't know who it is this year, but I think oh, it's the Cardinals. I wish it was oh, that Cardinals one is going to be interesting, especially mm. if Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. His ass is on fire right now. I know it is. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think there's a quarterback controversy. So does Alberto. It's going to be interesting. Like we said, if this weekend Cooper Rush beats the Cowboy or the Rams, then it really gets interesting. Uh, this would usually uh, be the quarter mark of the season. Biggest surprise and most disappointing team uh, after four games, Gilbert? Uh, most, uh, most surprising. Most surprising? Biggest surprise team after week four. I don't know. You're putting me in the spot. You go first. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are 
are uh, pretty good. Huh? I think surprising? it's surprising. I was going to say, not disappointing, right? No, 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 no. Surprising. I don't okay. think people thought that they were going to be this good. They're two and two. Uh, obviously, they just lost to the Eagles and uh, and everything. But still, they were in there with the Eagles. They fought toe-and-toe. The Eagles, like I said, they just have a, such a good defense that they were able to make uh, Trevor Lawrence uncomfortable. They were able to force him into mistakes, which obviously um, that's going to cause him to to do some bad things. But uh, but I, I'm really I'm really impressed with the Jaguars. And I'm not saying they're going to win the division or anything like that, but they're my surprising team so far. Yeah, they hung tough with the Eagles. They they made them sweat for a little bit. Uh, then say so you took surprise. I'll took I'll take disappointing. And it's, it's not like a full disappointing, but you want more from them. Like Lamar Jackson's lining up teams every single week, and they keep losing these one score games. Like they feel kind of like a little bit like the Chargers. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they, they, they ball out with Justin Herbert, and they lose the one score games. Uh, shot. Uh, but then uh, what? They lost to the Bills. Lost to the Dolphins. Like they're two and two. Well, maybe. he had a shitty game against the Bills. Yeah, if it was for the most part. What's surprising is because the Bills are still like they're missing a lot of defensive players, and they still forced them into making. That was a game they should have won, and and they they, should have won. I I that's why I picked the damn Ravens. (laughs) I I honestly thought the Ravens were gonna win by one or two touchdowns, but Josh Allen's just a tough sob, and he's not gonna go down without a fight. Yeah, Uh, I'll say more about that during my power rankings, but uh, yeah, they're a little disappointed. They should be doing better. The Ravens, I feel like. Gilbert, both LA teams are now two and two. The Chargers are coming off a win against Houston. The like I said, the Rams are coming off a loss to the 49ers. Which team are uh which team are you taking for the rest of the season? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. This is a good. I'm gonna go good. with the Rams. I think the Rams are they've been there before. They they have a general manager that's willing to get to say F them picks. He'll go get something. Uh he's done it before. I think they need I, I think they should go out and try and get a left tackle or a right tackle, something to really help them against the Joey Bosa or the Nick Bosa and the other stuff. But the Rams have been here before. They've struggled. Uh, they'll get some piece, They'll try and get some pieces. And I feel like they may uh, be able to fix it. But uh, but the Rams have been here before, I think, almost every season in the last few years. The only thing is this offensive line now doesn't have the leadership of uh, Andrew Whitworth. And I think that's really starting to hurt them a lot. Is that they don't have his leadership, uh, and I he was the 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 leader of the whole team. So I think that's starting to hurt them. Yeah, you make some valid points here. So I guess I'll go the other way because this is a really tough one. And I don't know, I don't know about taking for the rest of the season, but I think they're in a better situation, which is kind of crazy to think a week ago for the, for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it this way: obviously they're going to be out be without Rashawn Slater, but they still have an All Pro and Corey Lindsley. They still have Matt Filer. They have Zion Johnson. This what? Rams offensive what? line, yeah, what? Ram offensive line is just decimated, depleted, and I don't know if the help is coming at all. Even if they have their guys back, is it a good offensive line? Uh, you look at the other part of it, because for the Chargers, mostly the injuries. Like, you know, they still have Mike Williams. You know, the Josh Palmer is a promising. This, this Carter guy looks good too, and Gerald Everett. The Rams is just Cooper Cup, and and where's Allen Robinson? It just feels. <laughs> like a, now, like that's what I was going to ask you. Well, like, what? What is it? What is it? What's going on? That like, because Allen Robinson didn't look that bad with the Chicago Bears last year, like he's looking right now. Yeah. Uh, so actually, you know, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Kayla Burden, right from NFL Network, had a great question today about: Is it you know, is it does Robinson need better plays, or is it or is he the problem? Is is does he need to have some emergency? And what's going on here? And Sean McVay was like it's a ladder like we need to do better with the play so uh they keep saying nothing wrong with robinson you know that's what they're saying 
but mm-hmm. also Stafford is just locking in. Like when you have so much pressure, what do you go to? The, where, you, where you're comfortable, where yeah. you have the rhythm. Cup or Higby, and that's it. And he's not he's not that's doing the proper thing with Allen Robinson. So I could I, I think it's a little early to knock Robinson. But you also want to see a little more urgency from, from him too, right? Uh, maybe yeah. uh, maybe like get in his face or something. Stafford, look this way too. Uh, but yeah. It just feels like they're missing a lot of depth on this team. And I know it's week yeah. four, but it's funny that we both went different ways for the, for the teams that we cover. I don't think Odell's going to come back to this team, to be honest. Oh, he's, I think flirting. Odell, he's flirting heavy. I know, but I don't think he's going to come back to the Rams. I think he's going to look elsewhere yeah. and be like, you know what? Maybe going to the Bills would help or going somewhere else. Uh, Gilbert, uh, real quick, le- legit or fuera, what do you uh, – I'm going to give you some teams. You let me know what uh, what you think. I'm going to go in the AFC first. Dolphins. Uh, you want to explain the le- legit or fuera? We so have some legit, are they a legit contender or fuera? Like they're out of there. You the don't fraud. believe in them. The frauds. Okay. Uh, the dolphins, right? Yep. I, I would have probably said legit a week ago, but the way they just botched the whole quarterback situation, I don't think Tua might not be the same this year. I don't believe in Teddy Bridgewater to do what he did, uh, for the first month of the season. So fuera, you guys are frauds in Miami. You blew it. You had something special and now it's done. I have a quick, uh, I wanted to show you. Wow, I was just so hyped up for now, and I didn't just stop. I'm like, wow, okay. I know that's my bad. I had. Uh, oh, here we go. This is. I had to show you this. <laughs> this. So, uh, Tyree Kills asked, "How confident are you with uh, Teddy Bridgewater as your quarterback?" He looked at me and uh, dead in the eyes and said, "I'll put up numbers with you." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I had to show you this. I, I did not see that, so thank you for showing. Yeah, me. this that's is hilarious. just too good. Uh, my bad, but I would, uh, I would be like, "Okay, well, let's go. Put me in. Throw you the ball." I, I know somebody on the Chargers uh, who would love that. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna say Fuera Chiefs. I say uh, they're legit. Why the Why are they even on this list? Legit, of course. Okay, Jaguars. Ooh. Well, how how legit is it legit to be like you're like a sneaky playoff team or you like no contender? just like you you can win you can win your division basically all right yeah legit Jaguars I like okay. I like them I'm gonna go legit uh, Browns I'm gonna say Fuera Fuera get out of here I don't believe uh, Bills legit yeah. uh, Bengals legit I think they're turning around I'll say legit as well Titans <sighs> Fuera I'll the say legit around, okay uh, Ravens They'll turn it around, legit. I'll say legit too. Jets, wow, the Jets are two and two. Wow, Fuera. Uh, Fuera, get out of here. No, uh, Chargers, legit, still early. I'll say legit as well. Broncos, I say Fuera. Fuera, Allah. Last one, <laughs> last one. And this one, they're they have a losing record, but I still have to ask you, Raiders. <laughs> well, I forked them last week, but good win for them. Uh, I'll say Fuera. Sorry, Victor, I'm not ready. I'll yet. say yeah. I'll say Fuera as well. Uh, all right, let's go real quick to the national, the NFC Eagles. Uh, legit. Uh, Eagles, yes, of course, legit. Sorry, you threw me off with the banner. No, you're good. Uh, Vikings, they're three and one. Something about them just doesn't feel right. Fuera. Okay, I'll I'm gonna go Fuera as well. I don't believe in them. Uh, Tampa Bay. Fuera. The worst problems are really catching. Everybody up. needs to leave them alone. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say legit. 49ers, oh legit. Yeah, legit. Even though Jimmy G is still an issue, mm. it's it's legit. The defense, defense is really good. Cowboys. Legit, of course. I'll say legit for right now. Uh Packers. 
They're three and one. Yeah, legit. I'll say legit. Giants are three and one. Oh, fuera. I don't believe in them. For fuera. Sure. Uh, Good to see uh, Saquon, though, doing well. Who, who was it? Rams. They're defending champions. I'll give them more time. Even though I've been bashing them all show, uh, legit. I'll give them more time as well. Legit. Uh, Falcons, two and two. Frisky, but fuera. I'll say fuera as well. Gilbert, you're leading quarterback with a passer uh, passing completion percentage. Geno Smith and his Seahawks are two and two. <laughs> legit or fuera? <laughs> Dude, they lit up uh, Dan and Dago's uh, Lions, and I think Rick was Lions too. Uh, but no, fuera. I'll say fuera as well. Bears, two and two. No, get out of here. You guys Cardinals, two and two. No, fuera. Okay, I'm with you on, on both of those. Fuera for both of them. Uh, Gilbert, let's Want okay. through every team or what? Huh? No, well, we went through all the ones with winning records or uh, at 500. A lot of frauds uh, out there. I know. Gilbert, give me your top five to your power rankings of this week. Yeah, this might confuse some people because uh, I'll start from the five to up. I've been bashing the Ravens too. I, I just want to see more out of them. But yeah, they're my fifth team right now. I, I really like Lamar Jackson. I know you, you, you didn't like his performance last week, but I think they'll turn <laughs> around. Uh, and I and kind of feel like these this by the way, you and I, Fernando, this four or five spot every week changes, and I think we're cursing here the team. Don't blame it on me, you too, okay? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ravens and then the Packers just somehow are three and one. They don't feel like they're a good team, but they've been there before, right? So I think uh, they're they're a good spot at at four. And then I dropped the Eagles. I know they won, but you guys you got to do something here, like and uh, longevity wise. You're brand new here, so. You're doing well. Fly, Three is a good spot. But I'm not ready to go top two. E A G L E S Eagles. Chiefs are still who they are. Uh, Chiefs are number two. And then I know the Bills had the one loss and they looked bad last week against the Ravens, but they won. I just I think injuries are something there for them. And they're they're trying to get by. And once they get by the injuries, they'll be really good. Number one, Bills. Never come to the city of brother you love because I feel like you'll get me. I've been there. there. No, I know. Oh, we went there last year. I no. forgot. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers 5. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to go Packers 4. I'm going to go Chiefs 3, Bills 2, and fly, Eagles fly. We're going to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. I don't know, Fernando. That's is, my power ranking. How, how do you assess power rankings? Like what you see right now in a one month sample or what you kind of feel no, is going to yeah, happen? No, I, no, I'm going what I'm seeing week to week. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm telling you, the Eagles, you know? defense, the Eagles di- defense is different. They they have guys that are flying to the ball. They really disrupted Trevor Lawrence, which is something the charge couldn't even do uh, last week. So That's true. I was very impressed with the way they did it. I know the rain and everything had an effect on it, but the Eagles are flying high right now. I like their defense. And then Darius Slay was hurt. And they still were able to perform pretty well. So, um, so unless somebody knocks them off, I, I just I'm I'm with the Eagles. Uh, You're gonna play the Cowboys, them. man. We'll see. Oh, E A G L E S Eagles. Right, let's go. Um, we're lagging. <laughs> all right, let's go with rapid fire. Gilbert, biggest upset of Week Four: Seahawks over Lions, Falcons over Browns, Jets over Steelers, or Titans over Colts. I just want to go again with the with the Seahawks and the Lions. That's the highest scoring game by far in the NFL. I don't know how Geno Smith did it over Dan Campbell. That defense is terrible. Uh, but yeah, Seahawks just lining up the Lions. It was a surprise. Um, I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go with the, the Falcons over the Browns. I was really surprised that the Falcons were able to get that victory. I honestly thought that the, I honestly thought that the Browns would pull it out, but, but no Jadavion or no uh, Miles Garrett. So that was obviously an affecting part of it, but I was just really surprised. The Jets won. The only reason why I was so surprised about that one was just because they tried two quarterbacks and they still couldn't get it done. Um, and it's funny. I told Dan this stat. Kenny Pickett only had three incompletions on Sunday, and all three of them were his interceptions that he threw, and that was all in a half, so that was pretty bad. Uh, Gilbert, while you were sleeping and the rest of the West Coast was sleeping, fantasy football owners awoke to sadness. Why? Because their hero, Alvin Kamara, had been benched in a late scratch. What were they to do with him going and giving people zeros? He's not so, yeah. my he- he's not my hero, Fernando. But I am one of those people that did suffer this fate. Oh, uh, did you really? Yeah, I have, I have Alvin Kamara. In oh, my, I didn't know that. Fantasy league, and I'm three and one by the way. You know, I am one in three. I am terrible right now. I started off hot, but then yeah, Kamara hasn't given me anything this year. He's started off hot, one and zero. Hey, that's that that still counts. That's a start. I didn't say I was hot for a month. Okay, uh, but yeah. So I'm, I was checking reports. He's been limited practice. He did he did that last week. He was limited, and then he went questionable, and he played, and he got on the freaking plane for He got on the plane, Fernando, to London. He was there. Why are you in the plane? If you're not gonna play. I'm pissed off about this. Uh, and also, I had a party the night before, a family event, and I didn't get home till like two in the morning. Uh, I was tired, so I did not check in. Nactives at four thirty in the morning Pacific time, and I wake up and I see the big O for out. I'm a Camaro, and of course I lost this week. That was so bad. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was pretty funny to see. Uh, to obviously, I felt like that was uh, that was bad for fantasy owners, but hey, that's why that's how we see it. That's what happens. But uh, Gilbert. Uh, after these few weeks, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Christian uh, McCaffrey, some of these guys just, I mean, Eckler and uh, Derrick Henry had good games over the weekend, but are we seeing kind of the slow death of running back, uh, the running back position in fantasy football? A little bit, you know, because I, I can't find a running back. You know, I had Rashad Penny on my bench this, this week and he went off. Like, you never know who's going to go off this this year. So, uh, yeah, wide receivers are doing better, you know. Definitely not tight ends, but wide receivers are doing much better. Uh, yeah, Saquon Barkley's doing okay. Fernando, maybe we shouldn't write them no, all off. No, but, yeah, no, he's good. No, no, I'm not but, writing everybody off. But I mean, but, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, McCaffrey was decent, so maybe it's a little early to write off the top tight ends, but still, it's not a good start, especially not for me. Um, let me ask you, uh, Gilbert. Obviously, fifteen um, for fifteen years, Mike Talman has had has made the playoffs. Uh, in every season that he's been a head coach, very underrated. I think that's a very underrated stat. He's won a Super Bowl with Kenny Pickett taking over as a quarterback. Do you think that that comes to an end? Do you think he misses the playoffs this year? I feel bad for Mike Tomlin. He has to endure a season with Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett as his options. That is not good. I think he's a really great coach. He's a good motivator. He'll fire teams up and he'll do well. Uh, I wonder. I wonder when T.J. Watt will come back because when he he's in there, they're a good defense and they'll get by. Uh, but a rookie quarterback who just had three interceptions for, for now that you mentioned, uh, yeah, I think that streak will come in an end. Come to an end. And you got to feel bad for these uh, wide receivers on the Steelers because they're very good, but there's no good quarterback play. My bad, and it was winning seasons. Uh, not he's he's never had a losing season as a head coach in the. 15 years so uh 
Yeah, I think it's also, I mean, you lost to the Jets. Unless he can really get it together, I just don't see how they can do that. But uh, but I'm interested to see kind of how Mike Tomlin writes it. You know what I started seeing on Twitter the other day? Oh, Mike Tomlin should be fired. I'm like, dude, every NFL, almost every NFL team would fire their head coach and yeah. go get a Mike Tomlin if they could. Uh, but get, uh, get a real quarterback. It'd be fine. Exactly. Uh, it is time for us to add uh, some other people on the show. Vic, the producer, Vic, uh, your Raiders finally got on it this weekend. Uh, excite is exciting times back in Las Vegas. You is there going to be an upset next weekend, next Monday? I hope so. I mean, it looks like they finally found their identity, and Mike McDaniel got his revenge game uh, against the Broncos. So it was good to ah. see him get a a win against the team that fired him. So did hey, you see it, more? Did you see Morley's tweet or his TikTok? Joe Morley goes, it's upset time. We're going to upset the Kansas City Chiefs next Monday. I'm like, dude, I'll bet you whatever you want right now. Like, you guys don't even sniff their shorts. Like, you guys are going to be you guys are going to be seeing that they're going to burn you all game long. Well, I saw a stat that Carr is like one in seven in his career in Kansas City. The one win was a couple of years ago where, you know, they went off. But I it's going to be a hard task, man. The KC yeah. is back to being, you know, the dominant team in the uh, uh, AFC again. Yeah, you got to cut them off for this. <laughs> How in the hell are we doing, everybody? I'm glad. I'm glad I was brought in when everyone was here with their pom poms. For a certain team out in Missouri, everybody relax, dude. You're such a homer. I'm on anybody, dude. I'm just, just saying just they're not going to be that great. They're not going to be that great. Every, you, you know what? Every year, and they end up in the ABC Championship game every year, and they're going to lose again. Thank you very much. I can't wait. I can't wait to That's see them great. lose. I just okay. I remember last year you told Daniel there's no way Cincinnati upsets. Kansas City, and you should have seen him as soon as that happened. That's right. It was him. But I also predicted they'll be back in the ABC title game, and they were okay. So hey, punch the card. Win win. The Hilberto curse has been cast. It's over. They're not even going to make the playoffs now. Good job. What do you mean? <laughs> we're about to talk about it right now. My my great weekend of three and one. We'll get into it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a brag all day. Uh, brag about it. it doesn't matter to me. You still don't have the best record. Vic, what was your biggest takeaway out of uh, the weekend? uh for for me it was the low scoring like we keep seeing how bad the scoring is i don't know what's going on i th- i guess it's everybody's uh picking uh following the suit with big fancio and everybody's running that that kind of defense and it's slowing the scoring i you guys were talking about the whole fantasy stuff uh i think this is like the the, the lowest uh fantasy uh for a running back in like 14 or 15 years and it's all because people are refusing to run the ball they want to keep throwing the ball and we've seen the results of it we're not seeing that much scoring and i don't know about you guys but it's been kind of boring see watching some of these games around the league like like the uh broncos and nine uh niners uh and some of the the uh primetime games have been pretty uh, big snoozers even last night's game having even, to cover speaking it. of that last night's game ended a lot earlier than that it was because both teams ran the football no or like yeah it was over yeah. at 8, 8 p.m and usually those games aren't over till 8 30 
Well, I don't know well, about that because I think I've been, I've been saying. Oh, there he goes, trying to cut me off. It's Dan and Dago's well, time to shine, my boy. You, you weren't there. I was easy. there. It was asking about the game. Oh, so I was oh, oh, all right. I uh, was there no, last no, night. The Rams couldn't right, run the ball if Dan and Dago was in, in the backfield. Well, he would do better. Sorry, that makes sense. That didn't make no sense. But he would do better. Exactly. I'm trying to give you a compliment. I'm not used to it. <laughs> but the Rams couldn't run the ball. Nervous. I know you're nervous because I'm on the program now. Don't be no, worried, no, no, no. okay? Just I'll try to be get nice it out. To you. If Dan Dago was the backfield for the Rams, he would do. They would do better. See, a compliment. Uh, but that was exactly. really, really bad. Go ahead, Dan Dago. I don't want to take your time. What was your takeaway from say, Week Four? Okay, I guess I, just real quick. If you throw over thirty times, you're wrong. Run the football. My biggest takeaway from thirty-four. Here's a top, hot take for you, so everybody get ready. Sit down in your chairs and be ready to roll, dude. Never I mind. think it says a lot about the Packers that they were taken to overtime by a Mac Jones-less Patriot team. Not only was Brian Hoyer exited out of the game, but it was a third-string rookie quarterback. I don't even know if he was undrafted or not. Here's a hot take for me. I think LeFleur doesn't last a season. I'll give him two as a leeway. I don't think he lasts two seasons when Rodgers is gone. I don't think he's – I think Rodgers a lot of times bails him out. But I don't think he's too legit, dude. I think when you have Aaron Rodgers, you can put Nathaniel Hackett as a head coach. He's going to be running it correctly. You know what I mean? I don't think – I think the Packers are exactly who we thought they are. They'll make it to the playoffs. They'll lose in the first round at home. And then, boom, we're on to the next year talking about where Aaron Rodgers is going to go or what the drama is in the building. I think that says a lot about the Packers team that we're taking to overtime. Something By the way, the right? Packers – And, and in a negative a- way. In a negative way. There was a meeting at that at, at the fifty yard line between Bill Belichick and Aaron Rodgers, and everybody was running away with it. Today, uh, Pat Ma- or on Tuesday, there you go. Pat McAfee asked uh, Aaron Rodgers, "Hey, what were you guys talking about? Was he trying to get you over to the to the <laughs> to the Patriots?" And he's like, "No, he's like, he, we were just talking. He admires my game. I admire him as a coach." And he's like, "Yeah, he's trying to get you over to New England, isn't he?" So I think there's going to be an Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes after this season's done. As well, but that's the problem, though. That's the problem, though. I think now he should stay in Green Bay and lay in the bed that he made. He should have left this offseason, dude. He's going to the Raiders for Victor. (laughs) Please, God, (laughs) he hates. I love my Lord and Savior. I love my Lord and Savior. But not with the Niners. Niners, that'll be funny. Um. So obviously, uh, over the weekend we had our picks. I Gilbert went three and one. Vic went two and two. Dan went two and two. Kirk, the one-eyed cat, went two and two. I went one and three. Uh, but ask Gilbert how he's what, doing. In fantasy. What did you do, uh, Fernando? What did you go? I went one and three. Hey, how are you doing in fantasy? I'm three and one. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep it here. Keep it here, buddy. Keep it here. He uh, said to shut the hell up, Gilberto. Overall, hey, hey, I'm coming out I'm, to you too. Overall, I'm seven and nine. Uh, Dan's nine and seven. Gilbert's eight and eight. Vic is nine and seven, and Kirk, the one-eyed cat, is nine and seven. Holy crap! How am I getting beat by a one-eyed cat, Gilbert? You're getting beat by a one-eyed cat too. <laughs> hey, one game uh, hey, well, well, no wonder he picks the Cowboys. He has their record. He's used to that NFC type <laughs> record, <laughs> NFC East. Hey, eight, eight sneak in the playoffs and get a home playoff. How did you feel going joke? one and three last week, Dan? They were one and three. How did that taste for you? Oh, hold on. No, we went two and two. On. What does that say? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he nine went... and seven, my guy. Nine right. and seven. One game. One All right, game. so let's One see game. what Kirk has to. What, yeah, what Kirk is, is gonna choose this week? There's Kirk, the one-eyed cat. 
ferocious. All right, he's going with Jared Goff over the Patriots. Wow, that's interesting. Now he's Baltimore Ravens, Bengals. He's looking at Lamar. Does he want Lamar? Does he want Joe Burrow? He goes and he's like, nah, give me some of that Lamar. They're going to bounce back. They're going. He's going with the Ravens. Okay, Chiefs or Raiders? He's like, nah, give me Patrick Mahomes. Daddy's going to be pissed off on Monday. Uh, let's see. Uh, now we're going to go Green Bay and New York. New York is 3-1. Green Bay is 3-1. They're in London, baby. Which team is he going to choose? Uh, Green Bay wins in their first ever trip to London. Green Bay's never been to London, baby. So uh, they'll, they'll, he has them winning. So let's go first with... And Giants at Packers in London. Dan and Dago, who you got? Uh, Packers. I don't think the Giants offensive line's too good. Okay, are we all going Packers? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Packers. Okay, we're yes. all going Packers. Packers. Write it down. Right. We're all going Packers. Cool. Uh, <laughs> next game, Bengals at Ravens. I'm going to go with Hilberto on this one. Gilbert, go. Can you give me the home team? Uh, it is the Ravens. Okay. Uh, I feel like the Ravens need it more than they're in a losing streak here, or I forget what it is for them. Uh, the Bengals just bounced back and got two and two. So I think the Ravens want it more and they'll win and they're at home. Bengals have had 10 days off. I'm going to go Bengals. Ooh. Vic? Same Bengals. Dan and Dago? Bengals. Good luck, Lamar. You've just All been right. cursed. I'm a lone <laughs> wolf here. Uh, I'm going to catch up. This, this is the one frown. game I need. One game. Bench him, frown. Bench him, frown. Wait, what was Kirk? Okay, my bad. Real quick, Kirk did another game that wasn't Falcons at Bucks. What was the game? Falcons Detroit Patriots. Detroit Patriots. One. Okay, so yeah. he did Detroit. Uh, okay, my bad. He did Detroit Patriots. Uh, it's at Detroit. So Dan, who you got? This one's gonna hurt me, but I think seriously, if you get lit up by Geno Smith for forty-eight, that defense is bad. They, I don't think they could stop the run game against them either. I'm going with the Patriots. Picked up their fantasy or picked up one of their running backs. Better go off for me, dude. Vic? Uh, I'm going to stay with the Lions. I, I believe in golf. <laughs> I can't believe I'm oh, saying God. that. Uh, oh, God. Gilbert? It's at Detroit? Yeah. I'll give them another week. Let's go with the Lions. <sighs> I'm going to go Detroit as well. All right. Here's my game I back. I they have to win. <laughs> All right. Monday Night Football. Uh, it is the Derek Carr, Derek Carr, Derek Carr led Raiders going into Kansas. Let's City. ride. <laughs> uh, Dan, who you got? Who you got? Who between the Raiders and the Chiefs? Chiefs. Oh God, I'm not gonna pull out my pom poms like some on this year program. But yeah, I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Travis Kelsey better freaking go off for my fantasy team. That's all I got to say. Mahomes, don't look anywhere else. Throw it to 87, dude. Vic? Oh, man, this is hard. Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's not, not hard. It's going to be the Chiefs. Gilbert? Um, Chiefs. I'm going to go Pick Chiefs. The Raiders. You, need a, you, need a, you need a game to come back in anyway. I already got two <laughs> other underdogs. I got the Lions and the Ravens, man. I, I, I did my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I just don't know how you can choose against them unless they do something else. But it is now time for he's here. Oh, yes! <laughs> Your brother, he's alive. 
it's so much better because uh, like Halloween season too. I, I, I like that. exactly. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just yeah. all mixes in. Uh, burial yeah. of the week. Let's start off with uh, Vic Gilberto. Oh, never mind. Oh, oh Gilbert. My all bad. Right. My bad. Okay, yeah, Vic, yeah, Vic, Vic. Vic, Vic, come on. <laughs> uh, for me, it's 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 college football IEDs and presidents. Uh, they fired five coaches already, and Damn. they're paying out over sixty million dollars for those coaches to go away instead of letting them uh, coach the rest of the season, where it could be a smaller payout. I just don't understand this. Like, it's college football. You you can wait around. You know, some of these kids. What you're gonna get? Some of these kids, you don't even need to recruit anymore because of the whole, uh, uh, what is it called? The um, portal. NIL. Transfer yeah. portal. Yeah, NIL and the transfer portal, as you guys uh, correctly told me there. But, yeah, like, you, you don't even need, need a new coach. Like, you can you can wait wait around, and instead you're just throwing money away. So, for me, it's, it's the college uh, ADs and the presidents. Yeah. Well, and, the, fact that, gonna, the fact that they fired Herm Edwards – after a game in front of his family and like the whole team and all that stuff that to me was just so disrespectful be men do it behind closed doors on a monday after a meeting be people uh gilbert well fine be whoever position of power (laughs) i don't give a rat's ass if it's a unicorn be better you got him going uh mine's a a little i was fired up today you better be careful i was fired up today well, you can make fun of me right now because I'm gonna have like a little spoiled brat uh, burial of the week because I'm selfish. But I, like I'm that. with you though, Gilbert, on this. One. Okay, I love cool. It. I love uh, it. Being a reporter that I am, it was so nice to be on the field at Levi Stadium Monday Night Football. I was, I was next to the players warming up. I saw people. I was mingling. I was rubbing elbows with the Monday Night Football crew. I saw Robert Griffin the yeah. Third dancing. I was trying to shout out Schefter, get on compas. I was doing it. I was working my magic on the field, friend. You, sh- you should have seen me. Oh. Not every team does it. This is a very rare occasion. Uh, NFL reporters, if you're not on TV, I don't know why they don't put my face on TV, Fernando. Uh, and you know this problem too, right, Fernando, about being on TV? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They put you on once or twice a, a month, dude. Yeah, I don't know. But they need us on the field. And I would say maybe three or four teams allow NFL writers on the field before the game. That's terrible. Raiders, 49ers, and Baltimore, I think, are the... Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, it's one. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. This is, and you know what? They, they, and that's the thing is that I understand, like, I understood around the times. But now, okay, locker rooms are open. Why can't we get access back to the field? That's honestly a good time to get content. You're on the field. You're watching. You're And uh, honestly, the mingling part is also awesome because, I mean, there we could talk to guys and be like, hey, can we get you on the show, blah, blah, blah. And look, I got me business cards right here. Where am oh, I supposed to oh, pass out go. these business cards? That, Fernando, are we ready? Where am I supposed to pass out business cards? So obviously, uh, out on the field, the problem is the problem is they're Gilbert. worried about the now, Patriot history, well, and they're worried they're going to sneak on a spy onto the field as a reporter. Dude. Mm. That's a good maybe a theory there. They don't want the reporters on there. Yeah, recording information. <laughs> we might have, but I'm still here, right? Go ahead, give us your barrier of the week because Fernando's going to come back back on soon. Here's my burial of the week that just drives me absolutely insane, dude. I cannot stand, cannot stand when these fast food places get my order wrong. I know wow. what you're thinking. He's an I offensive I... line coach, probably a fat man. That's fine. I don't <laughs> no. care. But I, I go to freaking Jack in the Box today before practice for the program. I needed my caffeine to get fired up for this practice. I ask, I kid you not, this is how 
dry and as I always try and put it black and white for players, students, everybody. So there's no gray and no confusion. I go to this Jack in the box over here. I say, hello, good afternoon. How are you doing? XYZs, I'm courteous. I'm a gentleman. Thank you. I order two large Coke Zeros, no eyes. There is no mistaking what that is, correct? Everybody heard me right. And you know I you speak loudly. I know I speak loudly. Oh, okay. Man. The worst part is it says on the screen, large Coke Zero, no ice on the screen. I get to the gosh dang window. There is ice in both my dang drinks. Ice! I was so I was like, I'm not gonna let this ruin my day. It's not gonna ruin my mood. And then of course now I'm fired up because I get to bury him. But I was wow. like, I understand the job probably sucks, but it takes no effort to do it correctly when it's on the screen. Dan and Dave would hate fast food workers. Wow. I thought mine was I don't a care. Breath That's take. fine. Put whatever you want. I hate fast food workers who do it wrong on purpose. That's what I hate. Do it right. <laughs> Next time so I'm you think they said no let's ice. F with Dan and Dago's day. 100%. I was having a good day. It was a good day at school. Barcelona lost. Shout out. Barcelona sucks. Uh, <laughs> then they come over here. I needed my caffeine. All of a sudden, we put ice when I say no ice. And it says no ice on the screen. Read the screen, my guy, my lady, whoever the hell helped me. Read the <laughs> screen. Right. If you're, if you're watching this in San Diego and you're taking Dan Diego's order, give him extra ice. All right, Fernando, take it this away. Scumbag. <laughs> scumbag. I hope they deny all your passes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I uh over the weekend, uh Dan and Dago, my mom, Melissa, and I watched Hocus Pocus 2. I was excited for the movie, but I was also hesitant because I know what kind of crap Disney's been throwing out there uh as of late. And so uh so I was kind of hesitant. I watched the movie, The Sanderson Sisters, incredible job. Uh Bed Midler, I I I wish they would have done more of her. I I love her her character and everything, but it was just it was a bad movie. It was just it, it felt like it was written by little kids. Like they like it was an essay contest and they just turned it in and they were like, Oh, hey, like in Big Fat Liar. Oh, hey, guess what? Here we're gonna turn it into a movie. It was that bad. I wanted more darkness to it. I wanted more uh out of it. We didn't get it. It it felt like it was for little kids. I wasn't all about it. I was really disappointed. It looks like they're gonna make a number three. Hopefully that one's dark. It's different. I just I just didn't like it. I thought it was terrible. And obviously people are going to call me a hater. I don't care. That's I just right. thought the movie was not, it didn't live up to expectations. It, uh, it had a checklist. I didn't like that. I just, just give me, just give me a regular movie. Just give me something fun. Don't give me your boring Disney crap. I didn't like it. I just, I'm getting a little fed up with, uh, with some of these Disney movies to be maybe, honest. Maybe Dan and Dago's fast food worker wrote the script for this movie. I don't know. Maybe, you see what I'm maybe. Saying? it's a conspiracy man, <laughs> but obviously for out just real quick to your point, it can be made for children and still be entertaining. Does that make it's, sense? Yeah. Like, the story yeah, itself it was absolute hot garbage. As the only thing that was good is you got a little Estonian insight into say. when they were little kid, like little girls. But other than that, it was just like, really? But even, like, okay. but even then, it wasn't even that like dark. You know what I mean? It was no, not I mean, in the, the first dark. one, this it sounds was, like an, uh, we need a rating from you, Fernando. I will call in the it first one, yeah, from both the, of them. In the first one, the girl. I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. But even, <laughs> but even if it wasn't dark, they get hung it, in the first one. Even. They yeah, get hung. Oh, you get a screenshot. Of that. that was hilarious, <laughs> though. That was pretty good. But like, it was your, it was your rating, Fernando. Give me more. Rating. But, uh, but obviously, uh, that was my burial of the week. I'm going to give it uh, a 2.1. I just did not Rotten like avocado, it. Rotten avocado, dude. I thought, oh, oh, yeah. 
This is a type of this is a type of avocados that I like. They're all nasty. No, no, oh, avocados are delicious. You're terrible. Uh, but I, yeah, I just it wasn't my cup of tea. But whatever. For, for that, the, real quick, I know we got to get going. Keep on crapping on my Cheerios. We got to get it's going, but I, I still. I still find it funny that when you made Jeff Miller a good friend of the show crack up because you knew who Shout Jeff Miller was and he just thought that was the funniest thing. And then the funny thing is in my head, I'm like, the reason I even know who she is because she was, she had a whole episode on Seinfeld. So uh, oh, us yeah. Mexican people was, know, know was, who that is. His reaction when I showed up that day at Chargers and he's like, you know who Beth Midler is? I was like, yeah, she was in Hocus Pocus. His level of surprise, like, you know, it's funny. Every single, well, whatever. Every single time we're at practice, I always show him my uh, something funny on Twitter or TikTok of the day. And he loves that. He's like, I'm so glad you're back. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Do you Mexicans so, know who Beth Miller is? He just dude, I, and that's the only reason why I know because of Hocus Pocus. But Dan, what, uh, well, let's go over to Dan and see what he's got cooking up for us with his, uh, with his two minutes. What can I say? We are all firing on all cylinders always. We only have one speed, and that's full speed. We ain't stopping for nothing and nobody. But anyway. Don't you forget, it is easy to get the best promo reader in the game to advertise your products or whatever you like. Just reach out to your boys. Come on in for a nice little fireside chat. The email is hilberto at compassonthebeat.com. Just slide in his inbox and come on over here with the compass, the best program that is exponentially growing. Let's freaking go. Also, do not forget... This week on Combat Compass, Hilberto and Frau will preview Extreme Rules, talk a little wrestling for all our wrestling fans out there. Shout out. But anyway, let's cut the deal. Let's get back to the program. Thank you, Dan. That's some good stuff. As always, uh, we love the energy. The I know Gilbert, the Gilbert loves it. Uh, so obviously, guys... Uh, we're going to do some uh, avocado roast. Obviously, last month, director Michael Mann released a book novel to the classic crime film Heat, one of the best L.A.-based uh, heist movies. With that being said, what's your favorite heist movie? I'm going to start with uh, Gilbert. Yeah, it's a lot of good options here, and I'll, I'll keep it quick because I want to blow you guys' your mind away when I say this. But uh, the two that I really like, I just kind of did a quick Google search and it just stood out to me. Oh, I really like that. I thought I said one. Okay, well, I have two. Uh, Drive with, uh, oh my, uh, Ryan Gosling. I thought that was really good. Not underrated movie. Italian Bank Job with Marky Mark, also underrated. But also, guys, I've never, oh, seen, I've never, seen, no, I've never seen Heat. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and roast me. All right, Vic. That's garbage. Uh, for me, it's, it's actually Ocean's 13, not Ocean's 11. I oh, like wow. Ocean's 11. The reason I'm going with Ocean's 13 is because Al Pacino plays, like, you get, oh, like, yeah. him being a villain. And he you you kind of want to pull for the rest of the guys because of what happens to Ruben, the character. And yeah, so, yeah. for me, it's in, in, the, in 11, it's Andy Garcia's character. You know nothing about him. You know, you know he's a villain. But all you know about it is that fact that he stole, you know, Danny Ocean's girl. But in the 13, like Al Pacino's character is a villain. So for 12 me, is it's, that one, 12 is that one. 12 is terrible. Just skip it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the one where they go to France. No. And she pretends to be, and she pretends to be, to be Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Yeah, yeah. That was, exactly. yeah, that one was wild. Yeah. That's I don't garbage. Remember 11. All right, Dan. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Heat. Uh, because I mean, you got De Niro, Pacino, what? and what? Val Kilmer. All, obviously, like just one of the scenes, one of the one of the, one of the scenes, right? Where I think it's after the bank job goes bust, and they're shooting their way out of it. I think that is the longest, you know, action scene shot in cinema history. I believe someone can fact check me, and if I'm wrong, I don't care. Um, also, if you notice, right, this is what I hate about a lot of heist or action films. A lot of the action is so fake that it's just ridiculous. Looks like a cartoon movie. That film, however, actually used tactics employed by small arms and military personnel and stuff like that. So they teach that type of technique on how to shoot and maneuver when you're out, outmanned and outgunned. And it, if you get a chance, watch the scene because it's very obviously well done and everything else. And you can tell it's very logical. And my favorite part, they actually reload in this film, gents. All the time you see people shoot, never reload. In this film, they actually reload. So there you go. There's my little two cents. That's how I am, dude. That's how I am. I'm high IQ. Even though I'm, I'm a, a caveman, I'm still high IQ. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with two as well since Gilbert did it. Uh Ocean's Eleven to me is just an original. I love it. I also love how uh, they added Bernie Mac. Like I love when they stop him and he's like He's like blackjack. You might as well just call it white jack. And he just starts <laughs> talking crap and everything. I just thought he he was so hilarious in that movie. Uh, and obviously, I just love the the movie in general. The other one's Town with Ben Affleck and uh, yeah, I think, that's uh, a classic. Which one? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Jeremy uh, Renner. That's a, that's a great movie in Boston. They go through Fenway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a great that movie. movie. It's a sad movie, but it's a great movie. Um, during uh, episode four of Andor, one of the characters runs into antiques, an antique shop where we see cool Star Wars artifacts. What is a cool movie or show prop you'd love to own yourself? I'm gonna go with. uh, I'll go with Vic. Uh, give me the lifesaver, man. That's the one I don't have. I would want to own that one. Any like I, I was watching the behind the scenes of uh the Kenobi show, and then uh they showed uh what's his name uh the main actor the uh, box of the lifesavers, the ones that he used when he Erwin McGregor. Erwin McGregor, yeah, they were showing him the box of all the lifesavers, and like his eyes just lit up, and I can just imagine what it is like to hold one of those props so for me it's the lifesaver uh dan 100 i'm an old soul give me don corleone's desk from the godfather that and the chair and the chair it's two for one they come together as a piece give me the chair where he's petting that cat and he says on the day of my daughter's wedding you ask this of me what have i done so much for you to disrespect me you don't even have the thought to call me the godfather you didn't want my friendship. You want the give cat me the desk, the chair? No, get rid of the cat. I don't want it. No animals. <laughs> give me the desk and the chair. That's all I want. No offense, Vic. No offense. You got cats. No, no. <laughs> we go from uh, a lightsaber to a to a chair. Okay. Okay. I, Are you I'm crazy? Go... The Python of all Python sat but at that. You're desk, very specific. Dude. You want the whole scene. You want the mood. You want a cat. You want a. Oh, you want that all. Okay. No. 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 Just the desk. In the chair. I could get you there at IKEA the right now. Go to IKEA no. and I get you a desk. You're, this you're guy's good. an idiot. This guy's an idiot. I don't think you understand. The the no, he got it right. He said it, it's a prop. No, he didn't get it Sit right. behind that. Yeah. That's a prop in a film. Okay, that's yes, a prop in a film. Then, then give you're me the chair from Psycho with the grandma going back and forth like this. There you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're going. No, you're going last. 
Yeah, I well, we're correct. doing chairs here. I, I, want, I read it correctly this time. <laughs> I've got the other ones wrong. This one I got right. That's a prop from a film. All right. The Python right. of all Pythons. I want, I want one of you know two what? things. Real quick, Either... I want I want you to mute his mic for slander against the great Italian people. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I, I want one of two things. Either the DeLorean from No, Back no, to it's the one. One. All right. One. There's no one or two. I'll okay, I'll take the DeLorean from Back to the Future. There you go. I want I want something like that. That'd be cool. All right. And now for our main event of the evening, Hilberto chooses. This song obviously is I don't like when you say many event. Like I feel like I have, to, I have to give you something great, make you guys laugh. Whatever you give us is gold. Well, I already thought it was funny when I hit the chair on cycle with the grandma back and forth, but I can't use that one because uh, you already took the chair. Then and they go, but you know what? It's Halloween season. Give me Michael Myers's knife. Oh. <laughs> there you go. And I'm See? the idiot. That's a prop. And I'm the idiot. <laughs> it's a prop and a weapon. I am That's the idiot. Fulfilled the question. Instead of saying the mask and the costume he used, you choose something that was in his hand. Really? I don't want the mask. I'm just, oh my just god! You All right, it's, 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 uh, oh yeah, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm surprised you didn't use the. You didn't go with the toothbrush from the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> that, that's, that requires a lot of uh, thinking, uh, Victor. But you guys got to give me a, a Seinfeld segment one day. I don't know if you guys appreciate it like I do. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you one. Boo. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. And I'm gonna we're going to go now it, with when I'm out of here. Right? <laughs> All right, Gilbert. So obviously, right now, uh, the playoffs are about to start. And uh, this is the current right now as we go. This yeah. is the current uh, MLB picture. Um, uh, Phillies against St. Louis. The Padres against the Mets. The uh, Rays against uh, the Guardians. The Mariners versus the Blue Jays. Gilbert, what is your prediction for the world? Who's going to be in the World Series? Uh, I'll be honest here, Fernando. I haven't watched the baseball game Neither since have I. June. Uh, but I just know the Dodgers are very good. You said who's going to win the World Series? Because that's kind of easy for me. Who's going to make it first, and then who's going to win okay, it? Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to look at the National League. And you know what? Why not? It's, we, everybody wants to see it. Why not? L.A. against the Yankees. Let's go Dodgers-Yankees. I know it's kind of boring, but Dodgers win it all. There we go. Unfortunately, that will not happen. It is not a shortened COVID season. The Dodgers <laughs> don't get all the privileges yeah. that they got in 2020. Oh, it's the Padres so, this year or what? Uh-huh, no. <laughs> It will be the Atlanta Braves against oh. the New York Yankees. I think Atlanta's way too hot right now. I think they're on fire. I wouldn't want to touch them. Uh, I think Did they're going to make some it to the World right now before you went on the show. Like a quick. No, sir. I just Braves. I keep up with current events. I understand <laughs> and I listen and I keep my peepers open. Uh, so I'm going to go Yankees and I'm going to go uh, Braves as the as the final. What do you think about uh-huh. that? No, all right. Yeah, we both agree on the Yankees here. I don't know why. I, I, everybody's so. I'll, I'll say this to end Una Mas. Uh, no, Aaron Judge, you're not going to be the home run king. It's too late, baseball. Uh, you ruined it. Sorry, Gilbert. Let me ask you real quick before I let you go. What is a more fascinating stat that Cooper Cup has 42 receptions? I'm all and Justin baseball, Fields, you go back to football. You and Justin out. Fields only has 34 <laughs> completions. Yeah. Or have you read that one? Yeah, uh, I saw okay. this one. Uh, yeah. Okay, hold on. I got another one for you. Oh, or okay. here we go. Last one. We always have to end with football, bro. We can't end. Uh, hey, and you know, I got into baseball mode. I'm tired of baseball. Or Tyree Kill has more receiving yards than the Chicago Bears uh, Ooh, have maybe. by himself. 
We should have a bear of the week for the bears. They're, they're just terrible. Um, and they're two the, and two. Can you believe that? Yeah. Uh, let's go with the, com- the completions and the catches for Cooper Cup. Uh, Justin Fields, you do better than that. I know Cooper Cup is just getting everything right now because Stafford does not want to throw anybody else. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, and Tyreek Hill is a monster, so I'm not surprised about that. So uh, yeah, let's go with the catches and the completions. And there you go. Guys, we appreciate you guys so much. Another great episode of Compas on the Week. We appreciate you guys rocking with week. us. Don't forget. Huh? Compas on the Beat. Com- what did I say? Compas on the Week. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Compas on the Beat. I don't know why I said on uh, on the week. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking it out. Don't forget House of Horns, the, uh, the Rams play the Cowboys this week. It's going to be a fun one. I think Gilbert's going to have our good our good compa, Tyler Dragon. Uh, him and Vic are going to talk to Tyler Dragon. Uh, don't forget this week, Chargers-Browns. I think that game uh, may, may be a little bit more, uh, maybe very uh, a harder matchup than a lot of people are anticipating. Yep. Um, so Dan and Daigle and I will have everything to break that one down. Uh, and then obviously, Combat Compas, Gilbert and I will be doing uh, something this week with combat compass maybe another clip previewing uh extreme rules this weekend and honestly gilbert for the first time in years it feels like we're about to go extreme so i'm excited about that and then obviously don't forget compass on the beat we have great stuff for you guys uh, weekly thank you guys so much for checking us out for rocking with us don't forget to like subscribe comment if you guys like the show, what you guys like about the show, if you guys have questions, don't forget to tweet them at us. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Uh, Gilbert, anything else before we head out? No, thank you for promoting the show. Again, it's been a month since we expanded to Combat Compass, House of Horns, What's a Boat, and obviously Compass on the Beat. Uh, make sure to subscribe and all that. But nothing's about it, Fernando. Uh, also, read your work at the Sporting Tribune. Uh, read my work at the OC Register. And you know what? Because I'm in a good mood. Thank you for Dan and Diego and Victor, the producer, for expanding this network we have here on Compass on the Beat. Yeah, no. And don't forget, to, uh, honestly, check out both of our work. It's a lot of good stuff uh, happening right now. Well, not a lot of good stuff happening with both teams. It's a, they're a little bit in a two and two. But obviously, great work is always admired, and we appreciate you guys. Uh, but don't forget, be a friend, tell a friend. Be a compa, tell a compa. We appreciate you guys for, for the time being. Gilbert needs to get some sleep. Gilbert, sabes que vámonos. Ya nos vamos, pues. Vámonos.